Hello, everyone. Welcome to my show, Curry Up Startup Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian leaders, entrepreneurs, and interesting allies who would inspire you on your personal journey. And it's a way for us to amplify the stories of these wonderful people as well. This is your host, Priyanka Komla, and I'm super excited on a couple of things. One, we are on LinkedIn Live. Our application got approved, and it's our first LinkedIn Live show. We've been streaming on YouTube and Twitter so far with 40-plus episodes under our belt. And uh, you know, it's a super exciting time to be on LinkedIn as well. So thank you to the uh, wonderful guests and our loyal listeners for helping us get to this milestone. Now, the second news that I have to share is my fabulous guest who is here uh, on our show today, Jared Eastley, who's the founder of Podcast Movement. Hi, Jared. Welcome to the show. Hi, Priyanka. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you, Jared, given we have International Podcast Day coming up, you know, in a couple of days. And it's just a mix of, uh, you know, interesting things for us to talk together as fellow podcasters. And I'm super thrilled to bring you to our listeners. Can we can we kick this off with a really bad joke? <laughs> is that okay? Okay, it's it's all uh, yours. Because um, your audience is, is primarily for 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 Asians or, or or for Asian listeners and and then allies, as you said, or you're you're kind of highlighting them. So I always I always would tell people that I'm half Asian, and then they would say, "Really, you're half Asian?" You know, and and then I would say, "Well, I'm Caucasian," and that's <laughs> that's a joke. It's not very good. But uh, if anybody laughs at that, thank you. Hey, so. you got me laughing over there. So that's a, it's not <laughs> I, that was more of a mercy laugh, but I appreciate that. Being very, being a very gracious host, you, you are all of that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so. you so much, Jared. And mm -hmm. uh, to our listeners, do subscribe to us on LinkedIn. So you can either follow me, Priyanka Kumala, or follow our page, Karib Startup Podcast. The podcast is also available on YouTube and all podcast streaming platforms and on Twitter. So several ways for you to stay tuned to the podcast on the go. With that being said, Jared, you are the co-founder of the podcast movement. You're also the host of Starve the Doubts podcast. You're also an author of the book, Podcasting Good to Great. Such a wonderful guy who wears multiple hats and is still very approachable in terms of sharing his nuggets of wisdom to the podcasting world. Jared, let me begin by saying that we podcasters see you as the Zig Ziglar of the podcasting world. And I know you're a big fan of Priming the Pump, which is one of the famous talk of Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar. Tell us a little bit more about how do you feel when people admire you at that level and how has this talk really helped you in your journey? Well, uh, Zig Ziglar is someone that I listen to for countless hours, it seems like, in, in a time when uh, I was trying to figure things out, when at times I was... Uh, in the grind and, and, and like working really hard at something that was not quite proven yet. So there was a lot of times where I was struggling with, uh, is this viable? Is this worth it? Um, am I wasting time? I had questions like that. Like I'm sure a lot of people have. And when I would listen to someone like Zig Ziglar, it would always be a ma major source of encouragement to me. Um, Zig, unfortunately, is not with us anymore, uh, but there still is a wonderful Zig Ziglar podcast out there that shares a lot of his uh, um, talks and, and things that he did in his lifetime and, and career. And uh, I, I think that's just a wonderful person to listen to and, and to get encouragement from. If you're in those trenches and you're kind of pursuing that thing that is you feel compelled to pursue, uh, but it's not quite turning out like the way you'd hoped it or as fast as it should or 
uh, a number of situations like that, then you need that encouragement and you need those uh, stories. And for me, Zig would share uh, just some of the great stories and, and I would, would listen to that and it would just give me the, that, that uh, motivation, that encouragement that I needed to, to kind of um, suck it up and just stick with it. And one, one specific story that you mentioned is priming the pump. And uh, he, he basically takes an old pump and he, he's uh, on stage and he's turning this pump and he's, he's talking about, you know, in the old days when the pump would reach down into the well and it, uh, the water wouldn't come up right away. You had to really pump and pump and pump and pump. And sometimes your arm would get tired and you'd be tempted to say, Oh, this isn't worth it. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. But if you stop, the water's not going to come out. So you have to really just keep pumping even, even through the, uh, when your arm's a little lakey and, and you're, you're weary of pumping, just keep pumping because that water will eventually start coming. It'll, it'll, it won't stop. It'll just keep coming. And that specific analogy really inspired me. Uh, and I found it to be true because during those times when we were uh, not sure and, and we were working really hard, I look back now and I realize, okay, that was, that was a foundational time. That was a time when we needed to prove ourselves. We needed to, earn credibility with the community. We needed to establish um, relationships. We needed to do things that um, you just can't skip. It's a process. And, and if you skip them, it's likely going to affect your long-term success and, and outcome. Um, we kind of took the long, long road or the, uh, the played the long game, so to speak with the business that we run, which is podcast movement. And, you know, now several years later, we see the fruits of that, but initially, you know, for a few years, you and I talked uh, prior to this recording where there was, I was working a full-time job. My business partner was working a full-time job. And then we were working on podcast movement full-time on top of that. So it was like two full-time jobs uh, throughout the week. And that was a very challenging season where uh, my spouse would look at me and say, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? And rightfully so. Um, thankfully, we were able to navigate that. Uh, we started in 2014. And then, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that story. But 2018 was the first time we could actually uh, go full time with it. And uh, no looking back since. So we've been uh, continuing to work hard and continuing to grow. And I'm thankful uh, that we continue to, to prime the pump, so to speak. That's an amazing journey, Jared. And to mm -hmm. our listeners, the reason why I brought Jared onto the show is we're going to learn three critical things from him. One is his journey as the co-founder of the podcast movement, how he has been priming the pump for a long uh, number for a number of years. And today he's seen tremendous success, which we're going to talk deeper, uh, bringing on Mark Cuban into the show and you know the, the success secrets behind all of that. And two, how he has successfully pivoted his career from being in the military to being a musician to where he is today. And three, and the most important of all, is the legacy of his dad, you know, the values that his dad has instilled in him and how he has successfully carried those forward as part of his life journey. So I feel, you know, in this podcast, you're going to feel inspired by Jared's humble story and hope you can take these nuggets of wisdom as part of your life adventure as well. So how does that sound, Jared, to you? <laughs> I, I'm excited just to be here. So I, we, we can talk about whatever. Uh, we can talk about Star Wars and I'd be happy. But yeah, let's, let's, let's go with that. That's a good plan. So. Hey, as a podcaster, you can talk about any topic under the sun. So there you <laughs> <That's> go. <true. laughs> so let's start with the podcast movement virtual, which is just a few weeks away. And mm -hmm. one of the big wins that you've had is Mark Cuban, who is the media titan and Dallas Mavericks owner, 
is going to take stage for a live conversation. You also have veteran speaker, Erica Mandy, who's the founder and host of Newsworthy. How has your priming the pump story really helped you in getting these thought leaders who are focused on voice and being media experts, being tech experts to actually say yes to being on the podcast virtual movement? I, I think part of it is suspension of disbelief, meaning um, it, it's very tempting sometimes to say, well, I'm not at this particular point or I'm not this influential or I don't have this particular number in my bank account or I don't have uh, this type of social proof on my social media accounts. There's every type of reason in the book that you can present to yourself that would prevent you from taking, you know, some, some big steps and, and attempting to, to take big action. And just because you attempt it doesn't mean it's going to work. I mean, we, we've taken a lot of big steps that just didn't, didn't even come close to working. We, we hosted a, <laughs> a podcast cruise for two years where, you know, we, we put our, uh, all of our efforts into marketing this thing and, and we, we did the event two straight years, but it just, it just didn't work. I mean, it didn't make money. It, it didn't attract enough people. And we just finally agreed, okay, we love it. It's fun, but man, that's a lot of work. You know, we could be refocusing that time and energy into other things. Um, so we, you know, we, we tried stuff. We, we weren't afraid. We tried a, a, a virtual event back in 2000. I want to say, I think it was 2015 at the beginning of the year. And that was okay. It kind of went all right, but it you know it wasn't amazing. We tried a uh, an online university back then that that failed. Well, we we've got a history of fails, We're, but 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 we we took the chance. We we tried things. We figured out what didn't work, and then the things that did work, and we just kind of uh, learned as we went. And we didn't have backgrounds, extensive backgrounds in events. We didn't have uh, a lot of influence in podcasting when we started podcast movement. Uh, but that didn't deter us from saying, okay, how do we create an event that's high quality? How do we create something that's community oriented first and foremost? Um, and then just really double down on that and grow it. And so I think part of the reason we are in a place that we're in now where someone like Mark Cuban is gracious enough to, to be on the stage at Podcast Movement Virtual is um, just a lot of time and effort and focus, attention to detail, um, real commitment, genuine commitment to community, uh, just just building trust with with sponsors and exhibitors. Oh, you know that under promising, over delivering. It's so so tempting to to say I'm going to give you the moon, and then you don't even come close to delivering that. And um, we decided a long time ago, hey, we're gonna we're gonna not be that way. We're gonna under promise and we're gonna over deliver. And so when we say something, when we say, hey, this is what we're gonna do, it you can. I mean, unless there's some mass, you know, problem or whatever, we're going to deliver what we say we're going to deliver. And uh, there's plenty of people in our community that can vouch for that. Uh, as far as um, why the Mark Cuban thing is such a, a big deal for us, we've, we've worked on that relationship for a number of years. Um, we we kind of dreamed big long time ago and thought, what if Mark Cuban could be a part of podcast movement? And we reached out to him and found a way to connect with him and um, that in and of itself was difficult, but we eventually figured that out. And then, uh, once we were able to get connected with him, uh, we weren't big enough at the time, or by the time we were getting a little bit bigger and he was starting to show interest, he was busy. And, and so it was, there were several times that we had reached out and we had asked and he had, he was very kind and expressed interest, but just said, no, not right now. 
And then uh, this particular time just seemed to work out. He didn't have to travel. And it was a virtual event. And um, so it just worked out, but it, but it, you know, it took us, you know, cultivating that connection and, and working at it for a while before we actually uh, got him to commit. And, and now he's going to be able to do it and do it live. It's not a pre-recorded interview. This is a live interview. That's part of the event. So we're, we're very grateful uh, for his generosity. And another cool aspect of that story is Erica Mandy, as you mentioned, uh, she started the newsweather a few years ago. And um, I think her story is, is a great one for this audience because she was working at a local news station in LA and, um, you know, having moderate success in her career, but she just wanted to do something that was her own. And she had this radical idea of coming up with a daily news podcast and, and, um, just decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I, we watched, we met her in the very beginning before she'd even launched that podcast. She came to podcast movement to learn. She came as an attendee and, made it clear. This is what I want to do. And, and she was very laser focused. And now you fast forward several years later and she's doing phenomenal. She's, she's worked so hard and that show is gaining momentum and she's, she's starting to have more opportunity and more things open up. So, so to invite Erica to interview Mark Cuban on the keynote stage of podcast movement is, it's not just great to have Mark Cuban, but it's really awesome to see Erica's growth over the last several years of just relentless um, resilience and, and passion and, um, not giving up when the times were tough and, and now seeing her opportunities explode. Um, she's also hosting and emceeing uh, various events like uh, the pod front and uh, some of these other events where uh, advertisers are buying ads on podcasts. She's, she's really getting a lot of cool opportunities and rightfully so she's worked hard for it. So it's, it's nice to see Mark Cuban, but it's also nice to see Erica be up there and, and um, be able to speak with Mark and, and know that uh, this is kind of a nice uh, podcast movement connection and story behind this that not everyone's going to know about. That's amazing. Thank you for mm -hmm. sharing those uh, interesting behind the scenes story. Right. You know, Jared, most of the times when people look at successful people, they see that his hey, success was instant. But here you spent a few years trying to cultivate these relationships with kindness and integrity. And I wish you all the best in terms of your future endeavors with podcasters and helping the podcast community grow and enlighten each other with the success stories. Thank you. <laughs> That's the goal. So, so, you know, one thread that I see is treating people with kindness and integrity. And I believe that's something that you picked up from your dad. Uh, you lost your dad at a very young age, mm. but tell me about the impact that he's had in your life and through the ups and downs that you faced in your career and journey so far. Well, I haven't been perfect at it, but I did have a good example early on in my life, and that still resonates with me years later. And my, my father was involved in uh, radio broadcasting and had some some success there. And, um, you know, he, he got opportunities that now I look back and be like, okay, that's pretty amazing. He did that, like he interviewed, you know, the president. And I mean, he, he, he was... Uh, you know, interviewing Martin Luther King back in the civil rights movement and stuff. Like he did some really interesting things. And, um, but, but yeah, one, one of the things that I remember about him was he, he was always uh, very gracious and uh, always spoke kindly about others. I, I would love to pretend that I've done that perfectly all my career. I haven't, uh, but th that is something that's really stuck with me is I always try to treat others well. And um, I believe there's, you know, opportunity that can come from that because not everybody, um, can be in a position to 
help you, so to speak, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be kind and courteous to them. And you never know where some of these people are going to be four or five years from now or 10 years from now. Uh, there's plenty of stories where we met people early on and uh, like Erica, for example, we could have just been like dismissive of Erica. Okay, Erica, you know, the newsworthy podcast, that isn't a big deal. Uh, but now, you know, that's not the, tr the truth. She's worked really hard and, and and it's starting to see more success and having her involved is, is, a, is more of a win-win now. It's a, uh, you know, it's good for her, but it's also good for us because she's built her platform and, and she's done an amazing job. And, and so to have her lend her credibility to us after all this time of, of putting in this hard, uh, you know, hard work and effort, um, it's, it's a joy to see, you know, her success and because we know how hard she's worked for it. And, and she's uh, been gracious to the podcast movement community throughout that whole time. You know, she's um, learned from us. She's when she had advice, she shared it on her stage. Uh, so, so those are, those are good uh, things that I, I think have um, come about, you know, just from a community aspect. Um, my dad was very humble. Uh, he didn't always have to be in the spotlight. He got opportunities to be in the spotlight, um, but it wasn't like he was always trying for them. And um, that, that's something that my business partner, Dan and I've have really tried to adopt since the early part of podcast movement was um, we believed very strongly that for podcast movement to be a community event, that would mean that we would step our step up, kind of put our egos aside and and not be on the stage, not have our faces all over the marketing images. Um, and there's nothing wrong with personal branding. There's nothing wrong with with um, doing that. But um, what some people uh, can run into is they can run into the, the problem of their show or their business or their brand can be more about them than it is their community. And so we believed early on that if, if we could make the podcast movement community truly about the community and not about us, then that was going to um, be a way for us to gain sincere trust. And that has happened over the years. Uh, you've never seen us on stage. We don't get on stage. We don't um, speak at our event. We don't, like I said, our faces aren't on the, the marketing posters or on the Facebook ads. And that's strategic. We do that on purpose. Um, and what, the irony of that is what's happened is a lot of people start to ask the question, well, podcast movement is this growing event and it's uh, arguably the, the industry event and in podcasting who's behind this, like who's putting this together. So those questions lead back to saying, Oh, there's these guys named Dan and Jared. And so we, we end up getting opportunities. Like I'm fortunate now to be on your podcast. Exactly. Um, right. And that's one of the reasons we wanted to bring you on the show because people, right. you know, don't get here from, the folks who are behind the scenes and are gracious to let others get the spotlight. Which is, which is, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm certainly grateful to be here. Um, but, but I think that's, I hope that's a word of encouragement to your listeners is, is there's a temptation to say, okay, how do I make things about me, me, me? Well, let the least it is about you and more about your community. I think the more success you're going to experience. And that is something that we've tested over several years. And we're seeing the benefit of that now is we've created a sincere trust with, with a, a number of our community members who say, okay, we trust podcast movement because podcast movement isn't about one person trying to stroke their ego. It really is about community. And I think one of the ways we've proven that is taking that strategy. Now I'm, I know that won't be the right strategy for everyone, uh, but I think the encouragement of making your community, making what you do all about your community is a, a wise thing to do. And a, a person that does just a phenomenal job of that is um, Pat Flynn from Smart Passive Income. He, um, yes, he's the face of his brand, 
but he doesn't make what he does all about himself. He really, really tries to make it about his community. And I think he's a, a great example of someone who does personal branding well, but also makes it uh, his focus about community. So, you know, lessons learned from my dad, I, I think being humble, um, also being courteous to people um, or two. And then um, just my dad had a really good sense of humor and um, he loved the movie, the blues brothers. And, and to this day, if I see that movie, I remember him sitting there laughing, watching that back in the day. And um, I think humor is so important I, if, for people that are friends with me on Facebook. I don't post a lot of stuff on Facebook, but occasionally I'll paste, I'll post like dad jokes and it has nothing to do with podcasting. It really has nothing to do with anything other than there's just so much negativity on social media. I try to find curate, you know, what I think are funny jokes and uh, that are clean and share those. And, and so I've had a lot of number of people just say, you know, I, I, I like to follow you just because I like to read the jokes and, um, you know, they, they help me get my day started. And, and so uh, you never know how something simple, like a, you know, a bad joke is going <laughs> to make somebody smile or make somebody laugh and make a difference in their day. So, I, you know, those are a couple of things that I um, have taken away from my father that I think have, have uh, served me well long-term. You know, Jared, those are great mm -hmm. leadership lessons as well. You know, having yeah. a sense of humor, being witty, uh, you know, and just taking life easy and not, you know, blowing things out of proportion. I think that's something that even the uh, the COVID pandemic has helped us realize as we mm -hmm. are sitting at home trying to figure out what to do with our lives as well. Um, but those are just amazing pearls of wisdom, I should say, that your dad has instilled in you. And I'm so glad you having a young daughter you're taking forward that legacy of, you know, being a, you know, a, a person who treats everyone with kind, kindness and courtesy, because the next generation of our girls and boys need to imbibe those values as well. Well, and I'll say this too. Uh, there are times when people will, even though you're kind and you're courteous, they'll try to test you. And I've been tested many, many times. I'd love to uh, pretend that I've always handled it with grace. Sometimes I haven't. And I'm, I'm working through and I'm growing like everybody else. But um, yeah, the more times that I can can really uh, be kind and, and gracious is when I get the best results. So uh, just kind of keep that in mind. You know, you're going to run into some opposition. You're going to run into competition. You're going to run into people that uh, aren't really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. And you get to decide how you're going to react to those folks. And um, hopefully you can react in a way that's uh, positive and, and not take those things to heart. And, um, I'd love, like I said, to, to say that I've gotten that perfectly every time. And sometimes I haven't, but, uh, I'm working on it <laughs> like anyone else. And, um, yeah, I, I think uh, I'm getting a lot better than it was early on. Sometimes it was very frustrating when we were not making any money and, and we were working really hard and then people would take advantage of us. And I remember those were, those were tough days. I would talk to my business partner, be like, I can't, can't believe this happened. And this person is, is, evil and and then i'd be reminded oh you can't don't even if that's true don't you know don't allow yourself to fall into that trap and right um, and look at what you have yeah. done you built a, a strong community mm -hmm. who are engaged yeah. and who trust each other through the mm -hmm. uh, podcast movement as well now let's talk a little bit about your personal journey you know you being in the military stationed in station in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. And then you also wear the uh, hats of being a podcast host, a community builder, a musician. And now with the podcast movement, what's one thing that you've learned pivoting your career so many times? Oh man, one thing. Okay. So being enlisted in the Navy and anybody that's been in the military will, will laugh at this and that, cause they, they totally will get it. Um, it is a, 
uh, it truly is a, a boiling pot. It is a, a very diverse experience. And so I grew up in the South. I grew up in Alabama and um, not a ton of diversity where I grew up. So when I joined the military, I was immediately surrounded by people from all over the country and from other, in some cases, other countries. And just that, that experience was so good for me because I learned how to interact and how to relate and how to get along with people that, um, you know, didn't have my same background or didn't have my same belief system or, um, you know, what some of the same thing, some of the things that I grew up learning, you know, they didn't necessarily learn that they learned something else. Uh, so that would, that would be my takeaway there is, is I'm so grateful that the military got me out of my comfort zone and provided a structure for me uh, during a, a vulnerable time of my life. And I was in my early twenties and, and trying to figure out what I wanted to do next. I had some structure. I had a steady paycheck. I had an opportunity to live in Hawaii, which was amazing and, and made some wonderful friends there. Uh, but, but that experience of just the diversity and interacting with so many different types of people, I think really set me up uh, for now later on with the podcast community, because it is uh, also very diverse. And there's so many types of people that are getting into podcasting and wanting to share their stories. And um, we are advocates for that. And we want to help those people. And, and so I'm so thankful that I had the experience from the military. Um, I'll share a quick story. <laughs> this is a uh, kind of funny, but, um, I remember, uh, it was real lonely in the beginning. I, I was living in a place that I wasn't familiar and I was, I was kind of a fish out of water and, uh, I would be in the barracks room. I didn't have a car and, um, we would go down to the lobby where there was a, you know, big t TV and on Monday nights and there would be so many guys, like I couldn't say how many, but just the, the room was packed. And, and every, all these guys would be watching, um, pro wrestling, which, um, you know, like a Monday night raw and I'm not going to get on a tangent about wrestling, but what I thought was interesting about this is I looked around this room with all these guys watching wrestling. You had, uh, the farm kid that grew up in Missouri. You had the, the kid that grew up in the ghetto in Chicago. You had the Hispanic kid from, uh, Southern California. You had, you know, just this this very super diverse group of people that probably wouldn't come together in any other way. And here they were sitting together watching wrestling and cheering for the good guys and booing for the bad, booing the bad guys. And um, I'll never forget that. Like I, in my head, I was like, wrestling brings people together, <laughs> which is uh, kind of silly to, to, to laugh about that, but it really is true. And um, you know, that's the hope with podcast movement is, is we want to be podcast movement brings people together. It brings all these different categories and all these different people with, uh, you know, opportunities to share their voice and allows a safe place for them to come together and talk about what's working and talk about areas where they need to improve and get ideas. And, and it's just so wonderful to see that type of collaborative spirit and that synergistic mindset happen at our events and our virtual events um, happen in our, our online Facebook group. And, and that's really what's helping a number of podcasters go from uh, just kind of doing something that's a little hobby and, and something that, you know, doesn't really mean much to turning it into a, a, you know, a big show that has a lot of listeners and potentially a full-time living. Uh, we've seen that time and time again with people that we would have thought, oh, I'm not sure if their idea is that great, but their idea ended up being uh, amazing because now, you know, they have this uh, resume to, to prove you know, and all these listeners and all these opportunities that have opened up for them. Um, so that's, that's the hope is podcast movement is a safe place and a diverse place uh, for anyone, regardless of your background um, or ethnicity or whatever, that you can come and you can feel safe and you can talk about uh, your podcast. You can talk about what you're learning or ask questions and, and get answers and, and continue to make progress in what you're doing with your show. 
So it's more like the love for microphone that bonds people as fellow podcasters. Uh, you know, just as you shared your example from being in the military. Jared, I think it's an interesting time to be in the podcasting mm-hmm. space, given uh, Spotify is big on podcasts. There's Michelle Obama who's on podcasts. Yes. So I think the space has really elevated itself. And it's very enticing for a lot of people to make their mark over here. Now, a couple of things. Um, there are a lot of people who are interested in the podcasting medium, more as a hobby. But there are also people who focused on uh, their professional branding as a thought leader to be in the podcasting space. There are also entrepreneurs who want to build their brands and create revenue models. And there are organizations that want to you know, use that as a recruiting tool, say, for example, by bringing you know, behind the scenes uh, you know, their employees or the top leadership as a way to interact with potential candidates or clients. So there are several people who are trying to foray into the field of podcasting. What is one advice you would have for them to be successful in this space? Well, there's a lot of different um, people with different perspectives that you just described. So um, a single answer, I think, is, is you know, getting um, is what is embracing the overall podcast community that we mentioned, the collaborative spirit and the synergistic mindset. And the more you can interact with the podcast, the podcast community as a whole, the more opportunities that creates to give you ideas on how to be creative, how to, to do things differently that will accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish, whether that's, like you said, personal branding, whether it's a business that's trying to grow, whether it's somebody in their garage. Um, there, there's you know, a number of ways to, to do podcasting, but we can all learn from each other. And um, yeah, so that, that would be, I think the, the best answer is, is whether it's coming to a podcast movement event virtually or in person, or being involved in, in our online community or, or finding, an, you know, other podcasters to connect with uh, wherever. I think that that's a great thing to do uh, because that uh, the community overall is looking out for each other for the most part. And, and because of that, uh, there is a lot of great insight and great creativity that's being shared that uh, give people new ideas on how to try something different. And we're seeing it time and time again, that, that people have these questions, they get their answers and they implement them and then they see, growth in their podcast and, and it's uh, exciting and it, it gives them that, that encouragement they need to keep going. That's amazing. And uh, I hope more people take advantage of the, the podcast movement that's coming up soon and find a way to interact and learn from each other as part of meeting fellow podcasters, as well as the titans of the media world as well, who can share mm-hmm. insights on what the future of podcasting is going to look like too. Agreed. Awesome. So I know you're also an author You've authored the book, Podcasting, Good to Great, How to Grow Your Audience Through Collaboration. What is one takeaway you would have for our listeners from that book? <laughs> I never thought I'd be an author. If you told my English teacher in high school that I'd write a book, she would have, she would have laughed about that. And, and, and at that time, that would have been totally fair. Uh, I, I've actually written two books, and uh, I want to write more, but because we're so busy with podcast movement, I've promised my b- business partner that I'd wait a little bit. Um, but that particular book that you said is, is, was my first one. And, um, you know, if, if, if you go and read it now, it, it was written a couple of years ago, but there's still some really good fundamentals in there that talk about how you can grow through collaborating with others, which kind of ties into what we were talking about. But um, one of the things that I thought I found that was really a, a, a smart strategy for growing is 
Um, and and it, it's not a quick growth strategy. It's not a quick growth hack, but it's it's a mindset that works out over time. And it's I call it being the noticer. And uh, when when you're by yourself and you're waving your arms and you're saying, "Hey, look at me! Listen to my show." Most people won't pay attention. They won't care. Um, and that's unfortunate because you may have a really good show and you may have something really compelling to share. And, uh, but what does seem to matter is, is when you um, kind of take the time to start noticing uh, people that would be your ideal listener. And uh, that could be as simple as you just make a list of five people that you reach out to every so often, every week, every couple of weeks. And just uh, maybe you're messaging them on, on uh, social media. Maybe you're liking their posts. Maybe you're, um, if they're, you know, doing any kind of online content, maybe you're sharing it, or maybe it's just a handwritten letter and sending it in the mail, but uh, just a way to start noticing others. And, and typically what happens there is when a person is noticed, they, they start to say, Hey, I really like Priyanka because Priyanka, uh, she's cool. She's a good person. And when someone starts to say that, uh, it's interesting because that creates rapport. So when you notice someone, it creates rapport. And then rapport over time, and when it's consistent, non-contrived, non-scheming, uh, rapport will eventually yield reciprocity. So when Priyanka says, hey, Jared, I, I've got this new book or I've got this thing that I'm doing, um, you know, I, I thought you might want to check it out. I, I'm going to say, well, I, of course I want to check it out. And not only do I want to check it out, I'm going to tell some of my friends about it because I like I like Priyanka. I want Priyanka to, to do well with her book. Um and so I, I talk about compounding that and, and how, you know, you, you, you just start out with a little bit, you start out with a couple people and then over time you kind of manage that to be a few more and a few more. But what eventually happens is you get a group of people that are saying, we love Priyanka. And when, when you have a group of people saying we love Priyanka, that gets more noticed than, than Priyanka just standing there waving her arms saying, listen to my podcast. So we talk about building the army. That's building the army. You start by noticing which creates rapport, which eventually yields reciprocity when it's done the right way, uh, not with any kind of, you know, scheme or, or, or manipulation. And that reciprocity will create your army when you've compounded it, when you've done it a few times. And the army will get you noticed. Uh, the army, people will listen to the army. When they hear enough people saying, we love this, we love the Curry Up Startup podcast, that's when people will say, I need to go check that out. Um it seems so simple, uh, but not everybody thinks that way. And, and uh, I think maybe the reason for that is it's not a quick thing to do. It's something that takes a little bit of time. And we talked about priming the pump earlier. It's a lot of this stuff is the long game. It is just saying, okay, I'm going to really commit over this period of time to just uh, do the work and, and be thankful that I can connect generously and I can um, grow this idea and, and just be in it. To, to, to do it. And, and those are the people that stick with it and, and see results. And um, so that's uh, building the army, which starts by noticing. So that's the advice from the book. That I think uh, hopefully will be an encouragement to someone. Hey, that's a great wisdom, uh, Jared. Yeah. And, um, you know, it got my thinking uh, into mm -hmm. a more open mindset as well, because it's not about you as your personal brand. It's more about the people who are cheerleaders for you, who could be advocates, mm -hmm. champions of, of you. And I think that's the ripple effect that really helps not just you succeed as a person, but that whole community. And that resonates with the podcast movement that you've been part of and, you know, being a great author as well. So more reasons to check out the book as well. Uh, you know, if you're a podcaster or anybody who is willing to build their personal brand, uh, you know, needs to understand 
the fundamentals of uh, you know how this can be really implemented in a successful way. Yeah, my my friend Ryan Roten, he's uh, an awesome coach. He's out in Colorado. He he told me he's like this podcast book. It, it it's not really just about podcasting. Like this is a networking book. And um, I thought that was a really nice compliment. I don't know that I intended it that way, but um, he was saying that the the things that we shared in that book are, are relevant to anybody who's just trying to grow their network to see more opportunities and not even have to be specific to podcasting. Um, although in this case it is, but uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing that up. And um, I think the more people can, you know, make it about community, that's, that's where you see opportunities over the long haul. That's awesome. We have a fun mm -hmm. rapid fire round for you. Are you ready for that? Uh, let's try. <laughs> I'll you do my best. When yeah. you hear that from a podcaster, you know, that's Jared being very humble of himself. <laughs> So you tell us the first thing that comes to your mind when I say the following role model. Role model. Man, somebody who's, oh goodness, I'm terrible at these. Um, but role model for me would be my sister. My sister is a role model to me because she is a servant leader. She looks out for people first, um, herself second, um, sometimes to a detriment, but she's, uh, been there for me throughout my life. I, you mentioned my father passed away when I was young and my sister was a, uh, just a wonderful person that um, I looked up to in the midst of that difficult season. And we're still close to this day. I love her very much. And I talked to her, you know, at least once a week, sometimes for an hour, two hours. And I always learned something new from her. She's a, a wonderful woman. And um, there's been many, many times she shared things with me and, um, it's had an impact and decisions I've made in business and marriage and being a dad and, um, you know, the other hats that I wear. So I, I would say role model, I, I would say my sister. Yeah. That's amazing. Hope she gets mm -hmm. to listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> what does happiness mean to you? <laughs> well, sorry if this answer is a little lame, but I, I love, there's a very, very few things I just really, really love and get me excited. One of them is college football in the United States. So my team is, is Auburn. It's the university of Auburn there. That's in Alabama. Their rival is the university of Alabama, which is a team that, that wins often. Uh, so I, I love college football. And when I watch college football, I get excited. I cheer. I, uh, you know, I, I get upset when the play is a bad play and, you know, when the, it's a good play, I'm, I'm up screaming and my wife and daughter are giving me weird looks. Uh, so uh, for me, happiness is being able to see my football team and, and see them win. But uh, of course, happiness is much, much deeper than that. And I think happiness isn't found on a map. Uh, I've, I made that mistake years ago, Priyanka. Is I, I thought happiness was, oh, I got to live in Hawaii or I got to live in this beautiful place and I've got to have this much money in my account. And uh, what I'm realizing now is I'm, I'm an adult is, uh, you know, happiness is bloom where you're planted, you know, regardless of where you are, regardless of what the circumstances are, there's always something to be grateful for. There's always something that you can do uh, that can be an improvement to someone else's life that can continue to work on your own project or your own um, idea and, and just continue to, to do that and be thankful that you have the opportunity to do that. And so happiness to me is, is, um, those things, you know, is that you, you decide no matter what, I'm going to, uh, just continue to work on the things that I love and the things that I care about. And I'm just going to make little progress by, you know, little bit by little bit. And 
um, to me that that is uh, where you can find happiness is, is in relationships and in things that actually really matter. Money comes and goes. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that we think will make us happy that job or or that uh, that one client or whatever. And, and those things will uh, disappear as quick as you get them. So, you know, finding true happiness in, in your family and in, in relationships, I think, is, is a, a good long term strategy. That's an amazing piece of advice. And I think, mm -hmm. uh, you know, this pandemic has helped us a lot of us realize the true value of relationships and spending quality time with our loved ones as well. Yeah. What is one fun thing about Jared that the world hasn't known yet? And that's exclusive to our Caribbean Startup Podcast. <laughs> well, I... Um... I like to play guitar. I like to sing. Uh, you mentioned this uh, prior in the intro, but I, I used to be in a band uh, years ago. I'm not currently in a band, but uh, that was something I got a lot of joy out of. My, my friend Chris Murphy and I, we play together and uh, we would travel around, play at camps and coffee houses and, you know, little places and colleges and stuff. And we did that for, uh, you know, maybe two years, but it was so much fun. And I look back at that time and realize, man, that was some of the best times that I had uh, in that season of my life was, was being able to uh, sing cover songs and write songs and play and actually have people come out to hear us and sign autographs in some cases, which is still kind of laughable to think about. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. One word to describe yourself. Hmm. Only one. Uh, I'm going to go with noticer. We talked about noticing. I, I try, not perfect, but I try to notice. And in noticing, I've seen a lot of opportunities uh, with my network growing, with uh, cultivating real wonderful relationships that I still have to this day. And uh, you can't, can't be best buddies with everybody, but um, you know, I'm really thankful. I've got a lot of really good friends and a lot of good acquaintances. And I think a part of that starts with, uh, just taking the time to uh, notice other people. So I, I would say notice her. That's know. fabulous. And, you know, it talks about the in-depth journey that you have had within yourself, not just your career experiences, but you come across as a man who, who has a lot of philosophy towards life because the wisdom that you've shared is not something that you can get from books or, you know, just nitty-gritty experiences of life. So keep up the great work, Jared. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Awesome. So to our listeners, uh, that was Jared Easley, the co-founder of Podcast Movement, author, uh, you know, podcast host himself, a musician, and he shared a lot of fun things about himself. And the best part about bringing you onto the show, Jared, I was, I'm so happy that you were kind and gracious to be our uh, guest for the show. Uh, because a lot of times, as I mentioned, you're behind the scenes. And I, and I think the world needs to know who Jared is, who's this amazing guy who's behind this podcast movement, who's helping grow this community. So kudos on the wonderful work that you do to the podcasting community. Thank you. And be, being behind the scenes isn't always so bad. <laughs> it's kind of nice. <laughs> Sometimes the spotlight is, it can be crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> but being behind the scenes, there's a little, there's an element of peace and, and uh, less stress sometimes. But uh, yeah. True. So uh, do you have any parting thoughts to our listeners? Yeah, I think number one, um, keep listening to this show, the Curry Up Startup Show. Uh, subscribe, uh, be checking out the show uh, because each of these episodes are going to be, they're just going to continue to encourage you. Like we talked about, I listened to Zig Ziglar. This is the type of show that's going to con continue to give you that fuel that you need on those difficult days when you're 
um, pursuing that particular idea or that business or whatever it is that you feel compelled to pursue. Um, don't give up on that. Listen to shows like this and um, stay in touch with good people like Priyanka, uh, be her friend because uh, you might run into a situation where you get to talk to her one-on-one -on -one. you'd say, Hey, Priyanka, if you were me, what would you do? ABC. And, and she'll give you an opinion. And, you know, I've always learned uh, opinions for the most part are free. So <laughs> when you ask for somebody's opinion, usually they'll give you their opinion. So, uh, but it's good to have opinions from people that are smart and Priyanka is a smart person. So if you're going to get an opinion, I would, I would say get it from a Priyanka. So. <laughs> Thank you. That's so kind of you. And mm -hmm. I'm always happy to share and spotlight, you know, fellow uh, allies and leaders from whom we can learn and grow together as well. So thank you for that. And three key takeaways on our Career Up Startup podcast with the most amazing guy, Jared Easley. One is prime your pump and focus on the long haul game. You know, never give up. And two, and the, the most important of all is build that collaborative, collaborative creativity as fellow podcasters. If you're someone who is looking to get into the podcasting space, Help each other succeed by building rapport, those connections, which will help you again in the, the long term as well. And mm -hmm. three, and the, you know, the most important aspect of all is bloom right where you're planted. You know, don't look for happiness elsewhere uh, or for materialistic possessions. Uh, just be happy being in the moment. And that's like, you know, a lot of in-depth spiritual wisdom, really, Jared. And I'm going to take that home. Uh, you know, as I reminisce on that ideology as well. So thank you so much, Jared, for being a wonderful guest on our show. And we wish you the very best for the podcast movement that's coming up. Do, uh, to our listeners, I would highly recommend you to go and check out and be part of the podcast movement and hear from wonderful, smart people like Mark Cuban, Erica Mandy, and help Jared spread the word about being an amazing podcaster to the rest of the world as well. I think that's really important to, to have that sense of spirit of community and giving as well so thank you again and to our listeners do subscribe to career startup podcast we are now on linkedin live so you can follow me priyanka kumala or the linkedin page career startup podcast we're also on youtube twitter and your favorite podcast streaming platforms until another episode with another fantabulous guest this is your host priyanka kumala signing off from career startup podcast a podcast to spotlight world-class asian leaders and allies to inspire and ignite conversations Thank you.